This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual with Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Doc Hollywood. Say what? Uh, <laughs> seven things happened, uh, Super Bowl happened, uh, yada yada yada, WandaVision. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have to talk about the movie first. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Alright, Doc Hollywood came out in 1991, directed by Michael Caton Jones. Caton Jones? Yeah. It sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. (laughs) (laughs) It's directed by the angry Pakistani man from the movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The guy's actually... Based on a... Sorry, what? The the director has a cameo as the Mater D in the restaurant in the end with the shitty ponytail. Anyway, uh, uh, based on a book by Neil B. Shulman, written by Lorian Leggett and others. I'm not even going to click that link. Starring Michael J. Fox, Julie (laughs) Warner, Bernard Hughes, Woody Harrelson, the guy from MASH, David Bridget Fonda. It's David Ogden Steers. For whatever reason, I thought it was Brian Ogden Steers. Hmm. The uh, the dad, or sorry, not the dad, but the the grandpa from Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, that's what Laura said when we watched it. George Hamilton that's right. and Hams, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as it second, likes to be called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a second, I thought the nurse was uh, Billy Madison's uh, what you call it maid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could help me shave my armpits. <laughs> I thought you said Happy Gilmore. I was like, there's no bait in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Billy Madison. And I don't think that was her. All right, well, Scott, this is your movie. What's your history? Um, I saw this in movie theaters. Uh, Wow. There's there's a particular scene in this movie that that, uh, makes that... Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. That makes that a little bit awkward. Because uh, I, I would have been pretty young at the time. Uh, but yeah, saw this in theater. It was Michael J. Fox, comedy. So it was like a no-brainer. Like to, I don't remember if my parents were there, but uh, to let me see this. Uh, there's there's one or two F-bombs, I think. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, saw this in the movie theater way back when. Way back when. When. Uh, Alex? Uh, this is the first time watching this movie. Uh, yeah, aside from <laughs> uh, if Michael J. Fox wasn't traveling through time or b- turning into a werewolf, we didn't watch it. So this is this is the first time I've seen this movie. You, you, and I, you weren't watching Among the Secrets of My Success? No, I saw that later on my okay. own. Like my dad was he's like, no, <laughs> Doc Hollywood, nah. For love or money, I only came out a little bit later. Yeah, your like, dad's no. like, yeah, Michael no, J. Fox in 1985, and that's it. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're watching Family Ties, Teen Wolf, and Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And Pepsi commercials. I don't know if I saw this in the movie theater or not. Because I know I saw this, and that I would kind of be, yeah, like back then, anything with Michael J. Fox in it, I wanted to see. Uh, but I don't remember. I know I've seen it once. Um, whether it was on home video or in the movie theater, I don't know. Um, very forgettable. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I thought. Because so, I didn't remember anything. And I'll say the same thing after the rewatch. But we'll get into that. All right. Well, let's talk about our seven items, which we usually do every week. And I kind of screwed that up. Whatever. Talk about seven items. Scott. Okay. What's your uh, number seven? So, uh, my number seven is, and, and let me preface my list. By, by saying that uh, I, I overall I did enjoy this movie, but there there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted to key into that, that I thought was worth like expanding upon. Yep. Uh, yep. So my, my number one is that the Michael J. Fox runs a lot in this movie. Like <laughs> for, 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 Yeah, you got a good workout. For, for, for like no reason at a couple points. They just have him sprinting a la Tom Cruise uh, through this small town set, uh, then at one point in Los Angeles, uh, it just by the third time he did it, I was like, okay, they just they've run out of ways to insert any kind of drama that they have to make him run for no reason. Uh, although at the end, I guess the idea is that he wants to see her so badly that he's sprinting, which is kind of psychotic, but. Uh, yeah, he just he just had him run a lot for no reason. Like just, and he's like all sweaty in those scenes too. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> just, it's it was a weird choice to have him do that all those times in this movie. Well, I was surprised that I mean he was in the bayou. I was surprised he wasn't more sweaty just walking around. I mean, what kind of I don't even know what kind of weather they have in South Carolina other than it's the South, so it's probably sticky. Mm-hmm. Well, they are, they were filming in Florida for most of it. Right, right. So but same, same difference. Same yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. How dare you <laughs> compare South Carolinians to Floridians? Yeah, I'll take South Carolina over Florida. <laughs> like most any other state over Florida. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've never been, but I, I assume the same. Alex, number seven. Uh, my number seven is Wrecking the Fence. I like that scene, mostly because uh, he goes through all of the fence, and then uh, the judge, who you learn, oh, spoiler alert, you learn that he's the judge that was whitewashing the fence, and uh, the sheriff were just standing there, <laughs> like, uh, they weren't phased, like, at all, they weren't worried that this car was gonna, like, crash right into him. they didn't care, <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> It's a, a bit of a fish out of water story, and this fish like landed way on shore because the tow truck guys came in there, and everybody was talking at once, and southern accents were everywhere. So uh, there was no mistaking where he ended up. I, I just want to point out you you brought up the accents. The accents are all over the place in this movie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like like uh, David Augenstees, who who's, who's who's pretty good in this movie. Sounds like he's straight out of like Monroe, like Louisiana, and his daughter has like a different like Southern twang, and the main love interest has like a different like <laughs> it's just like amalgamation of as long as you're doing a Southern, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that, that, like, I guess something I noticed. Uh, 
Yeah, for mm-hmm. me that was a pretty comical scene. I got some chuckles out of it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> see, I, did it, I did like the payoff no, with the judge. Yeah, yeah, and that was great. Michael J. Fox just freaking out, just like my insurance will pay for it. Blah blah. This and that. Don't touch that. Get out of here, dog. It's like it was a great performance by him. All right, it's kind of a rich doctor thinks he's all badass. Gets in a car accident. He's not rich. He could have became. Yeah. Well, sorry, like cocky doctor. Cocky again. Okay. And then he, you know, he oh, could have yeah. became uh, Doctor Strange, but he just worked for a small time. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, my number seven. I gotta get this out of the way. I've kind of already mentioned it. This movie is meh. Like, well, I'll rate it later on. But there is just it's so just it's a movie. It's like we talked about before. It is. I'm in Delaware. Whole <laughs> <laughs> time watching this, like I didn't hate it. Didn't love it, but I was just okay. So it's a movie. That's my thing. So meh. It's my number seven. Meh. Scott, number six. Uh, my number six is uh, why does he another gripe? I obviously it was to throw on the plot point of why he was stuck in town again, but. Why would he just leave his car parked across the highway like that? And that that was a highway too. Like let's make no oh, mistake. It wasn't like some little here? like yeah, it wasn't like he was on like some little side road. Like that was the highway that he like just left his car out in the middle of the road for no reason. Like Yeah, well it was in the script, so he had to yeah. do it. Right. <laughs> it was like in right. Delirious. Yeah, John Candy wrote it into the script, um, so he had to do it. You know, just you know, there's a couple things in this movie that they they're just yeah, just kinda hand waved. I, I I do want to mention because uh, it's it's not it's, it's honorable mention and this is my um, sort of last gripe, um, second to last gripe anyway. Um, is why are those women walking the cows down the highway? Like I get they're going to that the small. I get, I get that they're doing like this, the <sighs> whole waka waka. the whole small town thing and uh, you know it's like oh look it's so provincial but yeah. Like, that that goes like beyond like the shit other people are doing in the rest of the movie. <laughs> they just said these women randomly walking cows. It made that made no sense to me. Anyway, parking this car across the highway. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty stupid. All right, Alex, number six. My number six is that <laughs> Pixar ripped this movie off, like straight they, up. They straight up did, yeah. Yeah, the movie Cars is exactly the same premise. Uh, guy comes into town, wrecks some shit, then he, a judge tells him, nope, you got to stay in town and do community service. Stuff. Uh, in this one, uh, well, Doc Hollywood is a doctor, so he has to, you know, just be a doctor in town. And in Cars, he has to fix the road that he trashed. But then the main love interests are both, well, she's studying to be a lawyer. Yep. Right? Yeah, they're both legal experts. But in the in cars, the Porsche is already a lawyer. What's her face? Bonnie. Hunt. So yeah, it's it is unmistakably ripped off. That got right, that kind, cars. Yeah, that kind of got me interested. It's like okay, so I started paying. I think this is why I liked it a little bit more than Jeff. It's because I started paying more attention to see what other similarities there were between the two movies. You had the cranky old. Like was, in in cars, it was the the judge slash sheriff or whatever. But the, 
This was that was the doctor. judge slash doctor. And then the sheriff was another car. What about the Parlosec OTC guy? <laughs> cable Larry the Cable Guy. What, what was he in this show? Uh, amalgamation uh, characters, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like the mechanics and butcher. And yeah, the, the I, I've doc- never seen cars. All I know is it from the land at Disneyland or California <laughs> Adventure. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, like you said, Jeff, Cars is a movie. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's decent. There's some good good stuff going on that. But uh, yeah, the, did you guys recognize the guy playing Doc Hogue? Yes. I don't know who Doc Hogue is. From a, just from a bunch of stuff. He was the uh, grandpa in Lost Boys. Oh. <laughs> I, you know what? I knew I recognized him. That's probably what it was then. Is he also... <sighs> no, never mind. That's a rabbit hole. All right. Uh, what are we on? My number six? Yes. Yeah. Um, he's an a-hole. He's an a-hole douchebag. He pretty yeah, much is, yeah. yeah. Well, he's a surgeon. Because <laughs> he's a doctor? Is that why you said Because uh, he's a surgeon. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Just, yeah, not, not a fan of, um, I mean, of his character. He, he grows a little, I guess, maybe. But then you find out, well, he didn't really grow. He just He's from a small town, so he's not as, as big of a fish out of water as you think. I don't know. But, yeah, he's a butthole. I didn't like him. <laughs> I mean, he does. He, he does goes. have like a good rapport with all of his patients, though. Yeah. Like, so he is like a good doctor. He's like a. He acts like an asshole when he's not on the clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. So give him credit for that. Although I felt like he was a jerk to his patients in the beginning when he was still in New York or wherever he was. Yeah. Like they were out, but he barely even washed his hands, oh, and he went from one surgery to the other. That didn't seem very sterile. Yeah, I just oh. like a real doctor. In an ER, you don't got time to wash hands. <laughs> got time for that. Yeah. All right. Scott, number five. Uh, number five is the the, uh, the scene I, I mentioned at the very beginning uh, that, that made it a little awkward as a kid in a movie theater watching this. Uh, it's when Julie Warner walks out of the lake naked. Um, oh, that's high. Much higher on my list. So, <laughs> it's a lot of questions. Uh <laughs> I get that they say if you fall asleep in that that quilt that they they give him, that you'll you'll dream of the one you love, and he kind of has the dream with like this dunk girl. I don't think that was actually Julie Warner in his dream, but uh, maybe it was. But they uh, it goes outside, and she just randomly walks out of the the, the lake naked. She was taking a swim, and naked. they don't ever explain anything. Uh, she like. He like kind of ogles her, and looks away, and and there's a little bit of banter there, and it's just the scene's weird. Like, she kind of wrings her hair out, and then she puts her clothes on and then walks away. Like she doesn't towel off. Like she it she doesn't do anything. Like maybe she put on shoes. It's like where the fuck was she going? Um, I maybe She's going home. Maybe there was like the path from her house, like went by the, his place. But they never, they never explain that at all. Like, yeah, he walks over there a couple times, but you know it's a small town, so that doesn't mean anything. Um, I don't know, just just a weird scene, just very gratuitous. Uh, like in the middle of this, 
what was mostly just like a PG PG thirteen movie. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's like a really long topless scene with her. Uh, yeah, just it felt out of place. Yeah, it was. Nah, but didn't mind it. But it was out of place. It was yeah, place. yeah. I'm, I'm, nah, yeah. it was fine. She, I mean, she's got nothing to be embarrassed of. But yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. She doesn't need plastic surgery. Yeah. All right, Alex, number five. Number five is Dr. Stone seeing all his patients for the first time in town. That was great. Seeing the guy with the toe with the, the, with the homemade pumice or whatever. He did, oh, guy Pol- the CB poultice. radio told me to do this. It's like, no. Yeah, poultice. You fix them up. And then, uh, what was it? Yeah, my favorite is the family that he keeps seeing because they can't read. So he reads them the letters and the whole drama. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, Ellen, oh, just Ellen and the Pakistani. Yeah. It's a Pakistani. And a Pakistani, man. And nobody understands what he's saying. She doesn't either. And then Billy Bob and yeah. shooting up a car. <laughs> the most romantic thing he's ever done. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that 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 bit with the, the letters. Uh, it might have been going a little too far to be like, oh, yeah, look, it's small town. This, this, whole, this whole family can't read. Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's really like that. Maybe that's very true to life. I have no idea. Oh, back in the nineties, maybe. <laughs> yeah, literacy's right. completely been eradicated in the, in the times. <laughs> I hope so. All right, where are we at? I lost count. Year number five. Yeah, my number five. <laughs> uh, the the Ted dance in reference by Woody Harrelson. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was great. That's it. Hey, Ted Danson. Hey, he was on a show with Ted Danson. Probably around the same time this movie came out. Is that, is that a star? <laughs> yeah. No, that's Ted Danson. <laughs> that was great. That was pretty fun. I was wondering if they're if they're making a veiled natural bone killers reference when he puts on the sunglasses when he sits there. Maybe. Oh, that like maybe. takes place in California, doesn't it? I don't remember. Don't remember. We're going to be confused with California with a K. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Scott, number four. Number four is my, my another thing that baffled me. So the, the lake sequence was, was awkward, but the, the deer sequence was just kind of a whole record scratch oh, on the whole was... movie. It sent, <laughs> sent the movie to screeching halt. For, for several reasons. Um, and I guess part of it was just to show them kind of bonding, I guess. But, <laughs> bonding over Uriah. Yeah, yeah. So she 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 just oh, drops trow and starts peeing. It's like, okay. Like, she's obviously not shy. Um, and then she explains why. And then she says she likes to spread it around. And then just like, little montage of them peeing all over the place like i they must both have superpowers to just like pee on command whenever <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe he had to pee i don't know like it, it's just weird and then the, the final shot of the whole thing they actually show like Ugh. one of the bushes it's like dripping wet yeah yeah that was just, gross just unnecessary um and and, it, and again, it was weird in just the 
the juxtaposition against the whole small town thing. There are people that hunt and fish, and uh, and, and they they establish that she's kind of counterculture around there. But like for them to to be like fuck hunters, uh, like so we like stridently in the middle of the movie like that is a little off putting. Uh, yeah, that's that's a PP montage. Yeah, yeah. PP montage. Maybe this director has a, th- a thing like Tarantino with feet. <laughs> it could be. Look up his other movies. Do they? Uh, does everybody have a pee scene in every one of his movies? All right, Alex, number four. Mm, just saying. Uh, my number four is L.A. Specifically, just the uh, <laughs> the the um, plastic surgeon's office is just fucking ridiculous. With the uh, the silhouettes so of the people behind the frosted glass, <laughs> changing poses every once in a while. The, everything is super L.A. <laughs> like movies L.A. All the surgical rooms are like pink and like weird paint jobs and classical music piping in through everywhere. And Alexander Hamilton with his little rat tail. Alexander. <laughs> George Hamilton. <laughs> I did I did like his, his line about... But it's like he, he basically parrots what what uh, Ben Ben Stone has been saying for the whole movie about how yeah we're doing plastic surgery but it's only so that we can like like really help people at the end of the day and then <laughs> George Hamilton basically says the same thing <laughs> but the way he puts it is and then we we get to do like uh, like reconstructive surgery on somebody's face you live for those days or something like that. It was, I forget how the line went, but uh, basically putting the lie to, to everything. Mm-hmm. Cleft palates, that was it. Getting, <laughs> getting to fix, fix cleft palates was like the highlight of everything. All right. Uh, my number four, and I'm reaching here, is a. Hey, it's people I know. It's a Tommy Boy girl and the MASH guy. There it is. <laughs> It, it's because it was one of those I. It's oh I know their faces but I can't figure it out and I never would have he I figured out pretty quickly, her I could I'm like I know this girl is so familiar and then when they said Tommy Boy I was like really, and then I guess different haircut different makeup or whatever I was like oh okay I can see it now, and I just remember in Tommy Boy she goes, he gives him a thumbs up at one point. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't think I've seen her in anything else, and I haven't seen the other guy in anything else other than MASH. So there it is. He was in Porco Rosso. He did voiceover work. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Studio Ghibli. <laughs> Scott, number three. Number three. Uh, so, uh, fun characters. Uh, I think I think they did a good job of, of getting all these these small town characters a little bit of life. Um, you know, a lot of them are barely more than the kind of one note. Uh, but but I think it's it's what makes the movie sponsored by Microsoft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one note. Well, check, checks in the mail. Uh, it, I, I think it's kind of the, what returns to out to be the backbone of the movie. Um, you get to see everybody be a little weird. Uh, like you have the, the one woman in the beginning who, who doesn't cook 
Uh, anything? She just gives him <laughs> a Hungry Man meal. <laughs> she like angrily tells him because I'm a bad cook. But then later on, you see her like DJing at the the, the county fair. Um, yeah, well, it was, the, it was the early '90s. You got to have a rapping yeah, granny in there it, somewhere. It's true. <laughs> uh, the granny. The the mechanics were were, were like delightfully weird uh, with, with everything that they said and did. And I, the one guy was like speaking German randomly. Uh, he couldn't figure out how to to use the, the intercom. Um, which isn't really a character trait, but how they, how they do the B thing, uh, the, the weird B rap or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You had uh, the, the the nurse was pretty one note, but you get to see her like be nice to him eventually. Uh, I did like her line at the end of, a lot of people in town are going to miss you. I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you do better than this? No. Yeah. And you had you know, Woody Harrelson. Oh, no, she said yes. Never mind. <laughs> I messed up that joke. Yeah. Woody Harrelson and uh, Bridget Fonda were both, you know, charming. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of life to the to, to the characters in, in this town. Um, but I think they, they did a good job of that. Speaking of Bridget Fonda, whatever happened to her? What, was she, what did I see? Her uh, Evil Dead. Single white female. Uh, Evil Dead, and uh, oh no, Army of Darkness. Point of No Return. She was in that, and uh, was it? Wasn't she in Jackie Brown? Lake Placid. She wasn't Jackie Brown. Um, wow, she hasn't done anything since two thousand and two. Space Odyssey. Wow, that is crazy. I didn't. remember Lake Placid. I think. Oh, I was gonna say Lake Placid. Yeah, Chris. I think Kiss of the Dragon was the last thing. I saw her in Oh, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Scott, put that on your list. Haven't we done that one? Yeah. Oh, really? Whoa. Well, I should watch that movie again then. He's pretty rad. Yeah. I'm yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder why she, she kind of stopped. It's a. Yeah, maybe she was just done. Yeah, happens. Yeah. All right, um, so that was Scott's number three. So Alex, number three. My number three is Lady of the Lake. Uh, these days, and us being the age we are, middle-aged, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, we're j- I'm jaded, at least. I don't know about you guys, but pretty jaded. So when yeah, we got the internet at our fingertips, we can call up whatever pornographies we want. Uh, so it's, it's pretty rare when just the regular PG-13 movie like actually titillates because this scene took me by surprise as awkward and as nonsensical as it is i was like glued it was like wow this is really well done and i can't take my eyes off her (laughs) because even in some movies when they try to be sexy and stuff i can look past that and go uh looking at the camera work looking at you know this or that what the meaning of the what the overall scene is and in this one i just didn't care it's like sky damn (laughs) Give give this lady an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but I did like that they didn't go with a cliche like, oh, I'm averting my eyes, I'm doing the thing. They were both just like having a normal conversation. Just one of them had been to be, happened to be naked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, my number three has already been discussed, and that's the PP montage. That was so <laughs> random. Yeah, that was weird. But there it is. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a PP montage before. Not even in a Rocky movie have I seen a PP montage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there should have been one of, you know, getting drug tested. That would be that should have been in the montage. But no. Yeah. Let's see. There's a pig scene in Beer Fest. Forty uh, year old virgin. Uh, that's all I can think of. Off the top of my head. <laughs> Memorable pee scenes. And this movie uh, now, Doc Hollywood. <laughs> all right, Scott, number two. Okay. Utah. Uh, but number two is is Julie Warner and Michael J. Fox. So the, the characters are, are, are fun, uh, but but I think the two of them together are, are pretty great. Uh, not enough to make this a great movie, uh, but you know he he's got a ton of charisma, and and she uh, and, and her character, um, you know, is, is able to basically one hop him, um, at every turn until she kind of falls for him. Um, I, I, I kind of wish the movie had a little more time to breathe. Um, I, I don't know that I want it to be any longer. Uh, but maybe if he, he'd been in town a little longer, because their whole relationship feels a little bit rushed. Um, but, but I think they do a good job of showing why um, like she might fall for him and vice versa. There, there's some corny shit, like when she gives the line about him being like a shining star. That was pretty cringy. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really, I think they, they really uh, looked good together. It helps that she's kind of short. Because <laughs> he's definitely uh, yeah. short, too. When, yeah, when Michael J. Fox is walking next to David Ogden Sears, it's like, holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a, I mean, he's pretty tall, right? He's like six feet tall. It's a whole Mutt and Jeff thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, those scenes were kind of awkward. I was like, man, he wasn't even that tall over radar. <laughs> Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the two of them work really well together. Um, it would have been nice to, to give their relationship a little more time to grow, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I I, re- I really enjoyed the two of them. I read that. Um, I, I, I like Michael J. Fox. I really like Julie Warner here. Uh, so yeah, that's my number two. All right. I have similar things to say about Michael J. Fox in a bit. Alex, what's your number two? Uh, My number two is the breach birth scene. Uh, (laughs) Car parked in the middle of the highway notwithstanding. Uh, I love the scene because Michael J. Fox shows like a range of emotions. Uh, Once the baby's born, he's like, he's happy the baby's born. And then this car gets wrecked. So he's disappointed. He's like, oh, no, my car gets wrecked. Oh, my car. Yeah. But also, that's like, you could see like a little bit of relief in there among everything else because it's like, now I have an excuse to stay here in town. Uh, so all all of that you can see in his face in a span of just like a couple seconds. And I thought that was just a great performance by him. Michael J. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, that's a good scene. And uh, my number two is Michael J. Fox. I just, as much as I didn't like his character... I don't know, I guess I'm just partial to Michael J. Fox growing up watching Family Ties and Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, all the stuff we talked about. So, mm-hmm. yep, he was good. One little note, I was listening to, I may have already mentioned this, I was listening to 
uh, Kevin Smith, Ralph Garman's podcast, Hollywood Babylon. And I don't know if you guys know right now, since they can't, they usually film in front of crowds, obviously because right. of COVID, they haven't done it. So what they're doing now is recording commentary tracks for the Adam West Batman show. So each episode will be, because I don't know if you remember how that show was, like two episodes would always make up one Oh yeah, and that's, it, it would story. always be a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, same bad time, same bad channel, right? That all that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so one podcast will cover two episodes, um, and Ralph. I mean, I knew Ralph knew a lot. He knows like everything about yeah, yeah. Batman sixty six. But one of like the goons, or maybe he was an elevated goon. His name was Michael Fox. Is and that's why Michael J. Fox is Michael J. Fox because that actor who played the goon is is in the guild. And so, you know, you have to have a unique name, right? Uh, you register okay. your name in the guild. Oh, okay. And he's like, this is the reason why Michael J. Fox is Michael J. Fox. Because this Michael Fox appeared first. So, And nice. I just heard that, like, last week. So it was okay. when we saw did this movie, I was like, oh, trivia. Yeah. yeah it's like uh, David, David X. Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> just because we're, we're talking about this. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much you, you ever listened to Kevin and Bean. Uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure they, they've had to talk about it, how... Kind of instrumental Ralph was in in getting Adam West his his Hollywood star. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he definitely like was like the fan for, mm-hmm. for, for that. Yeah. yeah, he he was. I mean, he considered himself. They considered himself good friends, and I guess they met on maybe once or twice in Kevin and Bean, but Family Guy. Yeah, because okay. Adam West obviously is a character, and Ralph Garman did a bunch of voices, and so. From that, they got a good friendship, and yeah, pretty crazy. All right, uh, yeah. So my Michael J. Fox is number two. So Scott, what's your number one? My number one is is kind of the, the small town charm here. I think out of everything that the movie does right, this was the best part. Um, you, you get again, it's pretty rushed, uh, and, but even outside of the whole love angle, you can kind of see why he he's kind of struggling with it by the end. Um, and, and it does seem like pretty nice. I don't know how the hell this this town that only has one road, <laughs> like with, with like one one like small small city block of, of shops, can afford a big festival like they had. But uh, yeah, just the all, all all the people, just him walking down the street, and everybody's always hey doc, hey doc. Um, you know, on some level, he had to be flattered. That they wanted him to stay so badly, the, the the amount of money they were offering him was laughable even back in 1991. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah, a king's ransom done it. Yeah, uh, what was it like thirty thousand dollars or something? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. even the starting price. It was like twenty, like yeah, twenty-seven, like, like twenty-six <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah but just, a small town that'll go a lot further than. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure mm-hmm. the. Third hundred, three hundred thousand in New York City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, they they do a really good job of making it seem like a really nice place to live, even though everybody's so noisy, noisy, nosy, and and kind of weird. Um, no, I like I I really liked that. Uh, at one point, when this during the the pee scene, or like after the pee scene, where he he tells her that. Uh, that he he's from a small town that everybody just assumed, um, which seems like a, a, the bad part of living in a small town, where if you don't live in that if you haven't like lived in that town forever, you're always going to be kind of an outsider. 
Um, yeah. I guess it's always like one of the one of the few advantages to to living in the middle of the city is like no one gives a fuck. Like, like whether you just moved in or or whether you've been there forever. Like it's not like it, it affects like your uh, like your standing in the community as well. Yeah. Well, that's why I mean it's all relative scale. That's why like celebrities and athletes like living in bigger cities usually because they can blend in, right? Right, or, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, same thing. But like Brett Favre or Rogers probably have a hard time blending in Green Bay compared to I don't know Tom Brady in Boston back in the day. I don't know, but I know it's a thing. Or right, I'll tell you this: hockey players who want who don't like that prefer not playing in Canada and then they, they like playing <laughs> they down here, here in LA or, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Florida or something. Cause they can walk around and no one will know who they are, even though they're like the best hockey players in the world. I, I wonder Whereas, like, the fourth line jobber in Winnipeg will be known by everybody. in the Yeah. Entire yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I wonder how it works for football players. Um, Cause obviously we know who like the quarterbacks are and then like the, yeah, like the, like the all pro players, like, Right. more recognizable but like you could lineman. be a lineman you could be a lineman for like 15 years and make like 100 million dollars and, and be like a perennial all pro and no one would recognize that guy maybe maybe the city he lives in but like yeah it's i think it's that level of anonymity because you're not actually touching the ball and you're, if you're on offense and you don't touch the ball <laughs> like nobody cares it would just be that guy's a giant dude. He must be a football player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, like outside of like Mike Allstott, can you think of like one fullback that you would recognize? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 crazy. I wouldn't even recognize Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Mike might recognize him, but uh, yeah. So I, I wonder how football players feel about it. You know, maybe they don't. I mean, I don't really care, but. <laughs> Can we just say we talked about Allstott and Allstott and Brady and the Buccaneers just won the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. Boo. Anyway, I don't want to spoil Alex's news sports news. <laughs> Spoilers. Sports ball. But yeah, I've so uh all right, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. Number one. Number one is Dr. Stone and Lou. Uh, they just uh Fox and what's her name just had really good chemistry together. Uh, I bought into their growing relationship. Hook, line, and sinker, and I was rooting for them, which I don't often do in romantic comedies. Yeah. I usually don't like them at all. And, and so. again, they really do look good together because they're so short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it. All right. Uh, my number one is similar to what uh, Scott had. Is like the nice small town feel, the charm of that. I really did enjoy that. And so nothing really add to what Scott said, but. I've always wondered if I could live, if I want. Sometimes that seems nice. Yeah, just move to a small town. Get, get out of here. I mean, it's got to be that. the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> like they have good internet connection. Yeah, like, yeah. If you've got internet connection. I don't connection, even need internet. Like. I don't even need that. I mean, I guess to do to my job. But say I was able to retire or something. I didn't need it. I, uh, I would. I I, I'd be fine. <laughs> you say that, Jeff. But... If I could watch TV, I still need my TV. But I don't need the internet. But I prefer it. It would make it nicer. <laughs> it, it sucks. But I'm just saying. Like, like think, think about the last time your internet went down for like a day. Like, you're probably ready to murder somebody like, by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, our internet went out last Thursday or Friday. And it was pretty ter- terrible. But that's because yeah. I'm working. Like, Well, 
but there's always something that you need or want to do that someone's taking over. You can't stream anything. Like, well, that's the thing. So we got rid of cable TV, so now I couldn't even watch TV because it was through the internet as well. Yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. I was about to pop up in a DVD and throw it in my Xbox. So, so like, I, I play. Commando. Um, I, I run a, a, a D&D game um, online that I've been doing regularly over the, the stay at home and uh, like a couple couple of my players like they have spotty internet connections and like I lost one of them for like a long time like and it, it sucks like, oh you got hit by a gazebo sorry bro <laughs> but besides the internet <laughs> the wifi <laughs> Living in a small town would be very nice. I'd love that mm-hmm. charm. You walk by everybody, know everybody. But then, yeah, if you did anything wrong or you just did anything wrong, it's just like I took down a tree in front of my house. It'd be everyone would be whispering. Out. <laughs> so, like, hey, how's your stomach feeling today? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing is too is, is you, yeah. you do if, you, if you, like it. if it really is like legit small town, um, like you have to be willing to to drive a couple hours. Like regularly, for things, like, like you want to go to, to like do shopping like at a, at a Costco or something like that, like you better be you better be ready for, <laughs> or like if you have to yeah, see a specialist, record. like for some kind of doctor that's a specialist, like yeah, you better be ready to, to drive real like like a whole day. <laughs> ah, hey, you got Doc Hollywood. Yeah, you got Doc Hollywood. You got um. If you're a small town, I assume there's a, there's a shaman or something around that you can ask. Take care of the town. <laughs> Let me get some spirit of spirit of wolf. I mean, they can they can yeah, so they just light a wicker man on fire for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, any honorable mentions? I had none. Does every cabin in the bayou look like the Evil Dead cabin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was the yeah. bayou, but but I see what you're saying. Yeah, just you know, in, in the in the marshlands and the swamps and stuff like that. Because uh, that even the exterior, well, not the interior, of course, but the exterior looked like the Evil Dead house, and even around it, with all the trees and everything and the dirt road, everything except the lake looked like it could have been the set of Evil Dead one or two. I don't think it was, especially the especially the rapey tree. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Well, those, those grow everywhere in the <laughs> South. Hey, Dr. Stone, <laughs> just watch out for that tree. <laughs> um, you got George what, at the jungle. Uh, one, one honorable mention. Uh, the, how, they were about to bone in the rowboat. Like, that seems like a bad idea um, on several levels. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, my note next to it, for some reason I put... So, let me back up here. You know, the Woody Harrison line about Ted Danson. Yeah. In my notes, I have, is that a star? No, that's Bob Barker. <laughs> why did I write? Why did, I, must, I, must, I think the nurse says something about Bob Barker at some point, right? Like, she's got a thing. Oh, about yeah, she's, in a ma- she's looking at a magazine and says, no, give me that Bob Barker. Okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, but yeah, just my notes, I have Bob Barker instead of Ted Danson. Uh, at any rate, though, yeah, boning in the rowboat. Um, they're out in the middle of that lake. Like, I'm sure everybody can see them. A, B, like aren't there like benches on it? Like I don't know how you lay down. Uh, Awkwardly. See, you're tipping over. Like if you're doing it yeah. right, you're tipping it over. 
<laughs> and D, Brian Dennehy yelling at you to stop playing with your dinghy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Same girl. So, yeah. My, uh, Michael J. Fox's uh-huh. character was, was right to say, eh, this isn't right. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel right. You can't do this. All right, well, let's rate it. Uh, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, what do you got? This uh, I'll give this a four. Um, it's it's still pretty breezy. Um, and like I said, I, I, I like the the top part of my list, the small town and Michael J. Fox and Julie Warner. So, yeah, a four. Okay, Alex? Uh, it's right on the line for me between a four and five because it does have that small time charm and Michael J. Fox and I keep re- uh, Lou. What's her actress's name? Julie Warner. I said it like two Julie seconds Warner. ago. Julie Warner. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Warner are great. Uh, that pee scene though, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a four. It's a high four, but it's a four for me. Uh, okay. That's a four for me as well, and I think it says textbook four. Didn't hate it. Didn't dislike it. Didn't like it. Like I said, it's a movie. It's a meh. Um, I'll never watch this again, uh, but I, like I said, don't hate it. It's just a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, just, Literally, just that's a, the, that would be the tagline. It's a movie. It's a movie. So so, so before we get into uh, the next thing, uh, just real quick, uh, the, the director, I'm looking at his filmography. Uh, this is, <laughs> a lot of P stuff. This is pretty interesting. Uh, so he did Memphis Bell. I think that was his first big movie. Um, then Doc Hollywood. Uh, and moving, moving further along, he did Rob Roy. The Jackal. Oh. I don't know if you remember The Jackal with Richard oh, Gray I doing... I remember The Jackal. Doing, like, the world's worst Irish accent. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so City cool. by the Sea. I don't know if you remember that one with, with Robert De Niro. Um and then some movie that I don't know, and then Basic Instinct Two, not not <laughs> not the first Basic Instinct, but the second one. I think at that point, perhaps he was not on the <laughs> his his career was not on the uptick anymore. Yep. Also, Basic Instinct yeah. Two came out in two thousand and six. I feel like what movie? just Basic Instinct Two. I didn't even know there was a two. There was. It was in 2006. There should have been a <laughs> Fatal Instinct 2. That's yeah. what we need a sequel for. Yeah. yeah. Armando Sante. Hey, <laughs> you're muted, Jeff. Jeff's Time angry. for the crossover list? It sure is. <laughs> All right, what is it? <laughs> good, good segue. <laughs> <laughs> right, there was the pause there, so I don't know. I'm also blank that. But, uh, at any rate, uh, our our top small towns. Um, mm-hmm. I actually had kind of fun coming up with this one. Like recently, it feels like I struggle, <laughs> especially when I put down a completely different list than you two guys. But um, uh, yeah, I, there was actually like a lot of material for this one. Uh, yeah. So I'll go ahead and start. Um, we're doing our, our top five of these. Uh, so my number five of small towns is is from a sci-fi channel show uh, that I would watch with my dad like once a week. I would go over there and we'd watch that. And, uh, Cleopatra and there's, there's, 2525. No, it wasn't that one. Although, no? I, did, oh. I, although I did watch uh, Hercules <laughs> and Xena with my dad regularly too uh, when, the, when those were airing. <laughs> uh, 
Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the fun little show called Eureka. Um, oh, that's a good show. Yeah. I like that show. Um, there was this based on a, a town in Oregon that's off the beaten path that looks like a tiny town. But in reality, it, it's like a haven for all these super scientists. It's like super secret, like a little laboratory instead of like a villain of the week or um mystery of the week a la x-files it was a like scientific experiment gone wrong of the week usually <laughs> yeah. i had to figure out what happened uh there's gravity wells appearing all over this barn yeah exactly <laughs> uh oh, shit i don't know yeah it was it was it's, it was a fun little show i enjoyed watching it with my dad um mm-hmm. there was uh um some, some good characters some good actors in it uh, See, so yeah, I recommend it. If, if I, I don't, I don't even know what would be streaming on these days. But uh, yeah, I saw it on Netflix when they first started streaming. Yeah. I was, don't know if it's still on there, but it was. It's also one of those shows. Plus. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> just, just stop at CBS. It's not happening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're trying so hard. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? There's, I will say one more thing about Eureka. It's one of those shows where, like. By the time they're five episodes in, it barely even looks like the first episode. Like, <laughs> like the pilot oh, yeah. is so different from from yeah. how that how it ends in the first season and like where the show goes from there. Uh, but, uh, anyways, number five, Eureka. Nice. All right, Alex. My number five is from one of my favorite video games from the uh, PS three three sixty era, and that is Megaton from Fallout three. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of the first little town you find, and you, spoiler alert, you have the option to nuke it if you want. You do. Uh, gotta yeah, nuke something. Of, yeah, <laughs> you gotta nuke something. A bunch of kooky characters in there. It's your basic hub until you find another town, and you get everybody inadvertently murdered in the other town. But, you know, that's that's Fallout for you. So, yeah, you get, a, you get a house there. It's hilarious. There's like a bunch oh, of people yeah, just walking can... around without houses, and they're like, here's a house. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, huh? Gotta, gotta sneak into the sheriff's house and and steal the strength bobblehead. Oh yeah, that's a must. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say like Creaky Old Village or something from Zelda or Gorgontown. Well, I, I didn't want to take him from uh, your list yet. Oh, hmm. mine's Mushroom <laughs> Town. <laughs> All right, uh, my number five is from. Uh, True Blood and it's Bon Ton. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever saw that show, but that's the did. Uh, little fictional town that Suki and and Vampire Bill and all them live. Uh, which is weird. In that show, they all the surrounding cities, I believe, are real places like Shreveport and some of these other ones. But their yeah, actual awesome. town that they all live is Bon Ton, and they have the the restaurant, they have the bar, they have their houses and stuff. And they kind of set it up, and I always thought that was cool. And that and that is the bayou down there. That yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I, I one Ooh, of the things uh, I, I I I did see a handful of episodes, and I, and I didn't mostly enjoy it. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's based all on the book, but I do like the right. idea that all the vampires in, in this world are like out living in the swamp, because usually they're like in the middle of cities and doing all the the typical vampire bullshit, like. Like lavish, like homes and parties and and that. Nope, they live in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, at least just, these vampires. Yeah. 
vampires are out in the entire world. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. sure like they but they're in the but... in the kingdom of Louisiana. But like it wasn't like mixed in with like all the like living in a city and being like a powerful yeah like, like CEO of an underground vampire business or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the closest they got was that PR vampire lady, the spokesman. Yeah, she was always on the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's later on, it got really. Yeah, later on, it got really weird. But the first few seasons, especially when they're just down <laughs> yeah. in there in the swamp, and I need to know how you could bear. kill a maenad. <laughs> okay, I'm done. After after that, it's like I think I'm done with the show. But the first season was fantastic. Yeah, I had the first. Two, three, I don't even remember, but definitely the first one. Um, all right, uh, Scott, what's your number four? Number four, <laughs> I got the cameras on today. <laughs> my, my number four yeah. is the uh, Christopher Guest, uh, one of the earlier ones. So, ab- after this is Spinal Tap, but uh, Waiting for Guffman. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember the name of the town. I don't think it's that important. But it's basically small town. So <laughs> that's that's how he puts together this play. Um, it's it's all the locals and like Fred Willard, R.I.P. Uh, it's like the local dentist and Parker Posey is, is just, like working the local drive-through. Like they're they're all super local, um, and he's he's. Like comes down thinking he's a big fish, but he's really not. <laughs> and then, of course, the whole scene where he calls them bastard people, their ass faces. <laughs> but, uh, waiting for Guffman. If, if nobody's ever seen that, uh, and you and you like Christopher Guest stuff, uh, take take a watch. Do it. Okay. It's right up there with best in show for me. By the way, it's Blaine, Missouri. Blaine, that was it. Thank you. Yeah. Kick his ass, Blaine. They, the whole background about how the. The founder of Blaine, maybe it was Mr. Blaine, I don't know. Mr. Blaine. Um, <laughs> he thinks he's found the West Coast because he, he smelled salt water. And it's like, yeah, it's in Missouri. It's like, <laughs> found, I forgot if it was the Mississippi or the Missouri. That, <laughs> I smell salt water. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is Bedford Falls from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, one of the quintessential small towns, and Jimmy Stewart wants to get the hell out because the pharmacist is a mean old man to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> they, they 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 show a clip of that in uh, Doc Holiday. Oh yeah, that's right. Real quick, wasn't that them falling into the pool in the high hike school? Yes. Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a real struggle not titling this episode Doc Holiday. <laughs> I realized in my notes I've called it Doc Holiday. God damn it. Uh, Doc Piss on you, Scott. Doc Hollywoodland. Yes. There it is. Hollywood yeah, Bedford Falls. Alright. Uh, my number four is for a recent show. Hawkins, Indiana from Strange oh, Things. Good. Nice. Damn it. Yeah. I almost called it Strange Things. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hawkins, Indiana. Little boys. Drive it all over. They go to the city, go to their houses, go to the Merkwood, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Do you want and it? it's got an upside down, so. Do you want yeah. Do you want the boot 11? So I'll throw a lasso and pull it down for you. <laughs> no, 11 will get it for you. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, Hawkins, Indiana is my number four. Scott, what's your number three? My number three is Big Fish. Uh, so the happy body. <laughs> the, the the town that the it, Jeff, you got me. that uh, Albert Finney <laughs> saves in this. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's all like seen through flashbacks, and uh, it gets progressively weirder. Um, you get Helena Bottom Carter, who, who's this woman that that's kind of in love with them, but is it's always unrequited, and then. Uh, uh, just all the weird stuff with the shoes and, and how he kind of gets trapped there, but not really. Um, and then again, you find at the end that that his dad just like helps save the town just by basically being a salesman. <laughs> like he didn't really do anything like super heroic, but these people were like all better off because of him, even if he wasn't ultimately able to completely save the town. Um, so yeah, big fish. All right, I've yeah. seen that movie. Twice, once in the theater and once when it came out on DVD, not, and haven't since. So I don't remember it too much, but I remember liking it. Yeah, Probably the last yeah. good uh, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, uh, think about Charlie, that. Charlie and Chocolate Factory was okay, but it had the mm. same daddy issues message that Big Fish had, so it felt like a retread a little bit. But other than that, it was all right. All right. Well, what's your number three, Alex? My number three is Punxsutawney from Groundhog's Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good the one. The movie that split, around, that split up uh, Murray and Ramis for whatever reason. But, great film. I watch I'm it trying time. to sing remember the song, it. but I don't remember it now. Yeah, the so the Groundhog's Day just passed, right? Yep. Or it's a, yep. yep. Six weeks Day's of winter. Yeah. More winter. More winter, please. All right. Well, it has rained twice, so. Yeah, never <laughs> This is the coldest winter in California. Died. <laughs> All right. For my number three, I'm cheating. I'm doing two towns, but kind of you'll see this. It's a theme here. <laughs> Lower Uncton? Upper Uncton? No, it's Tombstone <laughs> slash Deadwood. Okay. I'm going to say just they're old western towns and I would have said Tombstone up until right now I'm watching Deadwood so I think I can't do one and not the other so Very I'm sure there's a lot of western towns mm-hmm. <laughs> you do so um, specifically I'll just talk about Deadwood more just because I'm watching it just you know you have your gym saloon you have the other uh, I can't remember the names now but you have the two uh, saloon slash brothels and you have your Talk about the thoroughfare, and you have the uh, livery, and you have the the hardware store. So it's all that stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I like the way they set it up, and when they start creating their government because they know they're going to get annexed, they're just like, "Hey, who wants to be mayor? I'll be mayor." (laughs) Just all that stuff. Really enjoyed it. So, Deadwood slash Tombstone. All right, Scott, number two. Number two is Pleasantville. Uh, mm, nice. Never seen it. So I, I really enjoyed this uh, the first time I saw it. I I kind of want to sit down and watch it again. Um, I'm curious if I'll have that same level of, of, of enjoyment um, because it's a little heavy-handed with with what it's trying oh, yeah. to do, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. and also some of the rules that it sets for itself it doesn't really follow. Uh, but 
I, I, I really enjoyed uh, the. So you know, this actually ties in well with uh, WandaVision. Um, basically, this happens at the very beginning of the movie, but uh, a couple of the characters get sucked into this TV world of, of the show Pleasantville and the town they're in, and they're basically kind of stuck there. But it's got the super small town vibe where where they're all, um, you know, there's like three locations. Uh, but then, then stuff starts happening because, you know, the people that got sucked in aren't like a part of the script. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it is a, like, it, it grows and changes and then there's some turmoil and mm-hmm. I need to see this, what happens in this little town. So Pleasantville. Kind of sounds like one division. All right. There's a bit of there. I did. I, I, I did say one division. Did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two is Fargo from the movie Fargo. Ah, there's one I haven't seen in years. Are they little the, people? Uh, eh? The Fairly Brothers standout drama. What? <laughs> the Coen Brothers. I think this might have been the uh, beside. No, it was the second Coen Brothers movie I had ever seen. I saw Raising Arizona when I was a kid, uh, but that didn't really count because I barely remembered it. But yeah, Fargo. What a great drama. Fucked up, too. This the, the TV show is supposed to be pretty good. I haven't watched any of it, though. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that either. Just and minute. how small of a town is Fargo? It's pretty big, isn't it? <laughs> eh. I know that when the movie, it's a small town feel. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, they got um, a car dealership, so it can't be that small, but. All right. Well, my number two is Hobbiton from Lord uh, of the yeah. Rings. Yeah. Nice. Hobbits. Hobbits. They, the Shire is much bigger, but when they talk about where Bag End is and Hobbiton, I don't. Do they talk about other cities in the Shire or they villages? Do. Or they do. I don't remember the names, though. Like Proud like, Feet. Like um, the Brandy Duck, Brandy Buck Hall is supposed to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. That okay. sounds like like its own like campus or at least or whatever. I don't know. Uh, the Tooks are supposed to be well off too. Like I, I never quite understood like how like what made one Hobbit like more prominent than other Hobbits. Uh, but there, there definitely was like a, a pecking order there. It's the hairier feet. Peck. <laughs> there was a pecking uh, order. Get it? Yeah, Whoa! Out of the way, peck. Uh, the Prancing Pony is not in the Shire, right? It's just outside? Yeah, so that, that's in... Damn it. Because there's humans and right, right, so that's, It's like right, on the border, yeah. right? So Yeah, it's, it's outside uh, the Shire. Yeah, it's definitely not in the Shire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say... He says it in the movie. Real, He's like, Brandon Island Bridge. So, 20 miles. 20 miles. But anyway... If I was in a small town, it would probably be Hobbiton of all of them. I might have back problems from ducking to get in the doors <laughs> and everywhere, but being able to be in all that lush grass and the lush uh, herb. I know and half ales. of you half as well as I should like, and like half of you half as well as you deserve. Yes. Eh, stop reading that from your screen. I'm totally not. I <laughs> reel that off the top of my head, Alex. I swear to God. <laughs> Well, yeah, Alex can do a line from that scene too. It's my 111th birthday. 
All right, Hobbiton's my number two. So, Scott, what's your number one? Number one is Little Town of Sanford in Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, damn it. Nice. Where, uh, I thought it was like Sanford and Son. Yeah. I didn't know that. I hope everybody listening to this podcast has actually watched this, but uh, in the interest of avoiding spoilers, uh, this is a small town where the main interest is just the greater good of, of the community. The greater good. The greater good. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah I gotta watch. It's been a while since I've seen that one. I gotta watch that again. Probably my, my favorite of the Cornetto Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. I think so too. Yeah. <sighs> sorry, Scott. Or sorry, Alex. Number one. <laughs> my number one is Tombstone. Uh, I love oh, that okay. movie. It's fucking, it's great. Enough said. Tombstone. Hell's coming with uh, me. Off, awfully Tony for Mining Town. Yeah. Awfully Tony for Mining Town. Alright. Uh, my number one comes from my favorite movie. It's Amity Island. Amity, as you know, means friendship. <laughs> from Jaws. Here's here's to swimming with bow-legged women. That movie, everybody knows everything. Everyone knows everything about everybody. The you know, he's the police chief. He gets goes away from New York, get away from it all. Everything about it is. The kids are karate chopping the fences. <laughs> he said, that shark followed me from New York." Yeah. Well, Jaws Four follows her from Amity Island all the way to the Bahamas. <laughs> so. Bahamas. <laughs> oh man. They didn't hide anything. It's in the title. Jaws Revenge. Or isn't yeah. that something like that? Is that the one with Michael Caine? Yes. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And that was pretty much the premise for Orca also. Kill my kid. I'm going to kill everybody in this town. Orca. I'm not, I, I've never seen bits of it on TV and it scared me as a kid. I've never gone back to rewatch. What's What's the name of the... What's, what's the name of the fear? The Lassophobia or something like that? The open water? Deep water? Hydrophobia? No, I don't know if it was just fear of water, but like yeah. being out in open water or deep water is like common sense. <laughs> yeah, <kind of laughs> fucking eldritch evils live down there. <laughs> All right, um, I had a couple honorable mentions. I'll say Hilldale. I think that's what it's called from Back to the Future. Uh, uh, Hill Valley. May- Hill Valley. Sorry, what the hell is Hilldale? Anyway, <laughs> it's the stay uh, out of Riverdale, Jeff. Mayberry from um, yeah, yeah. Andy Griffith. And then, I don't know this is definitely a cheat, but is, does Battlestar Galactica, the ship, count as a small town? Because <laughs> there's really nowhere else to go. And that's yeah. I got everything there. Uh, I mean, you the guys small, can go one of the other ships, but... Yeah, maybe the small prison camp that they have in that planet for a while? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, does, does, does Deep Space Nine count as a small town? Yeah. That's no town. Space That's station. a space station. Uh, yeah, space station. Yeah. <laughs> is a fear of the ocean or other large bodies of water. I thought that'd be a fear of velociraptors. Sounds like it. Sounds like yeah. yes, we've got a fear of dinosaurs. Yeah. Sounds like you're afraid I, of a six-foot turkey. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any honorable mentions or no? Uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, just whatever town Beetlejuice is in. Oh, 
was uh, Beetletown, I believe. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, well, I guess Nib- Nibbleheim, <laughs> N- Nibbleheim from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah, nice. There we go. Yeah, dwarves. All right, and I'll say um, Lower Gook from EverQuest. <laughs> I don't know. What there about Upper Gook? Yeah. Uh, upper, Gook, upper Gook was easy. Lower Gook was a tough one. All right, uh, or Freeport. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Now, uh, don't get me wrong. I like I like the Super Bowl, as any other sports fan likes watches Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is the correct me for sports Robert, fan you are? Yeah, is the offensive line protecting the quarterback supposed to just you know fall like a house of cards at every play? Is that supposed to happen? No. <laughs> God damn it! It's like he's playing with uh, what's it? Mahomes is playing with Swiss cheese out there. Yeah, yeah Buccaneers yeah. made him look pretty bad. Yeah, I mean they, you know, at the risk of talking about real sports here, the <laughs> they, they they the Kansas City offensive line was uh, missing like two starters, like before that game even started. So uh, yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I don't know that it would affect you anything, but they weren't. Brady still gets the calls, so it's all right. Brady was getting all kinds of bullshit calls, or at least Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, it uh, yeah, it was boring game. It was uh, obviously we we stayed inside. I think I don't know if you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys stayed home. It was kind of boring having a Super Bowl Mm -hmm. where usually we're all together at my brother's house and kind of sucked, but it was still fun. I got way drunker, more drunk. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about driving home. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, then it's time for Neem News. Yeah. 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 It was y'all. <laughs> really time that one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl is bad news, but uh, some, some legitimate sad news here um yeah, christopher Plummer um passed away earlier this mm. week and and i think we didn't mention from week before that uh cloris leachman passed away oh yeah i uh, think you know both of them were in their 90s you know it's, it's it's always sad when you see these kind of prolific actors go uh yeah i just, just want to mention like more most recently uh christopher Plummer and, and knives out um he was really good in that. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I saw him. I, it was a movie that I, I'd been meaning to watch for a long time that I finally saw fairly recently called uh, Beginners. Uh, that, that was really good um, with, with him and, and Ewan McGregor. Um, and, of course, uh, The Sound of Music, <laughs> which I think he always kind of hated being associated with. Uh, and then and then Cloris Leachman uh, uh, from... Uh, I think my favorite role was in uh, Young Frankenstein. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, most most recently, the uh, what? How do they her? Omi. Gam Gam, sorry, Gam Gam. I, I have an Omi. Yes, sorry, Gam. <laughs> uh, was was Gam Gam in in Beer Fest? Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually watched the puppet movie the other day, and she had like a, a cameo in that. Also, it was kind of funny. Um, 
But yeah, just just some some actors that that have been around forever. You know, just kind of staples of a film that you know. If you can drink Ram's piss, yeah. my God, you can fuck. drink anything. You can drink anything. She said, "Fuck." Aren't, aren't we whores? Aren't we all whores in our own way? Here's <laughs> <laughs> the mark of the whore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, both. Uh, yeah, she's she's reliably funny in, in all these things. Uh, so yeah, uh, R.I.P. The, the two of them. Um, moving on to Marvel stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. And now, now, I did take now, long. Now we got the cameras. I'm watching Jeff. You. You can't can't ninja out of here. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with the Falcon and, and Winter Soldier trailer. Did, oh, did you guys cool. see this? Yep. Okay. So. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see you nodding. So, uh, yeah, I, I I liked I liked what I saw. Um, there there was some some cool action shots. So hopefully. I mean that's gonna have to be the thing that carries it, uh, but I, I did kind of like their like antagonistic friendship they they started forming by the end of Endgame, um, so we get to see more of that, um, mm-hmm. just the buddy cop <laughs> but with superheroes kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm of course looking forward to, to all that stuff, but uh, I am curious to see. Like really, how the shield comes into play? Like that was like my biggest question. Um, you see the shot of him throwing it again in, over the tree, um, but in most of the action shots, neither one of them has the shield. Yeah, it's probably yeah. going to be the end of the series, right? Where someone, yeah, so dons it. Yeah, there's, you know, I have no problem with with with, uh, with Sam. Getting the the shield and become the new Captain America, but I'm curious, like, what he's supposed to do with the shield other than just use it as like a regular shield? Because <laughs> yeah, you could throw it like you could probably get good throwing it, but he's not gonna be able to do all the shit that the Cap was doing. Yeah, uh, like I don't Steve think so. Rogers. Just, yeah, just, just shield and wings. He just seemed like super. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could incorporate that into his to, to his, his wing his wingy pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, Falcon like wingy his wingy pack <laughs> yeah so did you guys know that it's gonna come out on March 19th Woo. okay and it uh, it's only six episodes okay alright it looks like I don't know how long they are but that's what I'm reading right now okay it looks it looked like the budget was a little more substantial than say from WandaVision yeah yeah so WandaVision probably has what Four more episodes, yeah. something like that. Four or five. So this may, yeah, may lead right into this. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then after that is the what if, maybe. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to that. That looks too. super cool. I always mm. loved reading the what if uh, comics. All right. So yeah, do you guys have any other comments on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? Nope. nope, looks cool. Nope. Look good. Okay, as 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 we've been doing the, the last several weeks, um, we'll circle back around to to Wandavision. Yeah. Uh, I I will say this: this is going to be a hard show for me because Cap probably was my favorite character from the first hmm. twenty two movies, however. <laughs> so to have one of these guys, where I like these characters, but they're like good supplemental characters. To have them take the shield is going to be hard to live up to. 
Um, mm, Scott would say, "Stupid, sexy Steve Rogers." I don't <laughs> yeah. know what's going to happen there. Uh, I, I, spoiler alert! By the end of the last episode on uh, Falcon and the Wasp, or whatever, it's going to turn out Falcon that, and the Wasp. <laughs> it's going to turn out <laughs> that Captain America was split into five Captain Americas. One is going to be like a half cyborg Captain America. Another one's going to have glasses. Another one's going to look like a kid with a stupid '90s jacket. And the last one is just going to be Shaq in a Captain America iron suit. All right, well, is this well, referring well, to something? We'll see, <laughs> yeah, we'll see the, 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 the next... rise of the Superman. <laughs> uh, just to digress even further here. Uh, <laughs> so we, we bring up every once in a while about how you have to watch so many movies to, to get through the whole thing if, if you mm-hmm. want to like fully understand everything. Um, but what what's like? What would you guys say is the difference between watching all 20, 20 odd MCU movies versus going through the full six or seven seasons or eight seasons or whatever of Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad? Um, you know, obviously an individual episode is more digestible than, than a full length movie. But like outside of that, it's like like a similar time commitment. Chip. Yeah, it's a shitload of time in both cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, this is more than an amount of time either way. Yeah. But like I, I just so, never heard I just never heard anybody say like, oh like, yeah, Breaking Bad's great, but you have to watch so many episodes to, to like get everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I gotta say some of these are I was just gonna say, so Laura watched a lot of the Marvel movies, you know, the back catalog with me, but she missed a she she went from the Avengers to Infinity War. So she she missed Ultron. She missed Civil War. She missed a few of those. And so eh, clip notes. when she got to some stuff, like, who are these people? Like Falcon, Wanda, yeah. everything. So when we started to watch WandaVision, I was like, do you want... And she didn't really want to go back and watch it. So I was trying to explain <laughs> to her. But it didn't, it didn't really matter, though. She's, she likes WandaVision probably better more than I do. So the, knowing the backstory of Wanda really doesn't... Like she doesn't know about her, her brother. Like I keep telling her, she had she had a twin brother, <laughs> dies in a movie. But other than that, like there's really not that much there. So, so I don't think you have to watch all the stuff to get it. Yeah, or like it. Maybe like watch one movie or just explain like a quick thing here or there. Okay. Yeah. So. Right. It uh, helps. Like there's little nuances that you get and stuff, but like I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, before we get to WandaVision, Alex, is there anything you wanted to go over? Uh, just real quick, I saw uh, that Nick Cage has beaten Five, Night- Five Nights at Freddy's to a movie <laughs> with, uh, I think it's called Willy- A Night at Willy's World? And it's just exactly what it sounds like. Nick Cage goes into a uh, Chuck E. Cheese-like place, and then but the animatronics come to life at night and they try to kill him. And it looks like a lot of, a lot of freaking just slasher fun. It looks like the role Nick Cage was born to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it looks cool. Yeah. Can't wait. Speaking That's of it. Nick Cage, did you guys watch on Netflix like the history of swear <laughs> no, words? No, I haven't cussing? watched any of those yet. Have you? I'm up to, I'm, we're up to the bitch episode. We haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Just that it's him saying <laughs> it's stupid shit. Um. Also, speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, 
Do you remember? I don't know how often you guys went to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. I only went a few times, yeah, but went to Peter Piper's There pizza. was <laughs> they had you know the fake the band right. They had the Chuck the animated characters up front, mm-hmm. and then on one Chuck E. Cheese I went to, like underneath that, there was like this uh, strobe light room. Do you remember that? You put a quarter in there, and you just go in this room and you basically give kids seizures. I don't know, remember. <laughs> no. I do not remember that. Oh, God, Are you sure you had Chuck E. Cheese, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was Chester Cheetahs. I don't know. And then this one <laughs> special Chuck E. Cheese I went to with my friend. I don't know. I say special. <laughs> I think that was a brothel. Yeah. You, they had this, like a zip line that went around the entire pizza place. So, like, you sat in this, like, saddle... They strapped you in and they just like pushed you off the ledge and you just would like hold on to this thing and just swing across the entire like around the perimeter of the entire place and there'd be like padded walls and stuff. Does that sound familiar? No. Yeah, it sounds like the greatest thing ever. I did it once. I did it once as a child and I don't know if I made it up or not, but (laughs) yeah, I I have no idea. All right, and I went to Chuck Cheese a bunch as as a. teenager and i got in trouble a lot there so <laughs> and then i left my retainer on the table and then i had to go back and oh, yeah. my dad had to empty out the entire trash bin trying to find my retainer that's right that was wasn't fun. that a whole scene in parenthood i don't know maybe that's where my dad got it from but <laughs> yeah. oof it was a rough day okay um <laughs> I mean, your dad was I more than had... happy to, to dig through that trash <laughs> No, he well, he made me dig through the trash. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I got to tell a story now. My friends and I would go there and terrorize that place. We would, you know, jump up on the ski ball ramp and just throw all the balls in the, in the hole. Or we'd jump, like, go stick our hand in the basketball hoop and like flick the sensor and make you know, all <laughs> stuff. They keep yelling at us all the time, but we would at least we would spend some money there, so they were okay with us. Oh, the one trick of flicking a penny up the bottom of the arcade cabinet oh, to yeah. get free credits. Especially on the X Men, um, like the scroller game, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And every time you hear, Wolverine, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, 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 as you get the credits. <laughs> yeah. So we terrorized this place. One day, I ordered some pizza and a Coke or whatever, took my retainer out, had a good time, left with my friends. All of a sudden, we're going to my other friend's house to go swimming. I was like, crap, I forgot my retainer. So I go ride my bike back. Can't find it. I was too afraid to go home, so I went, <laughs> went to my friend's house, had fun, and then finally came back home and like had to, like I just think I came in crying to my dad, like I can't, I lost my retainer, Chuck E. Cheese. He drove me over there, got the manager who basically yelled at me like every day. He never <laughs> said anything to my dad though. Kudos to this guy. Like I've <laughs> this guy is cheating us out of money. But he basically punished people like, oh, yeah, well, if it's anywhere, it's in this. And they brought out this five foot by five foot bin of just all the trash from the day. And I had to sit there. I took every single piece of trash out of there. We threw it on the floor. Didn't find it. And then right as we're leaving, my dad, like, happens to look in, you know, the dustpan bin that you sweep into. You know, you walk around, you push it down, you sweep into it. It was in there. So... Dipped out the entire bin of trash, and then it was in the little trash. <laughs> then you just put it in your mouth, right? Yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> it's yeah, going straight in your mouth, so not coming out. Yeah. Yeah, soaked it in 
rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide and whatever else. And I don't know. I was I didn't even get in that much trouble. I think my dad realized I was like so scared and <laughs> the dig through the trash. <laughs> and the fact that we found it was fine. I don't know. But it's a bad experience, man. Kids, don't lose your retainer. Keep it yeah, in your mouth don't. at all times. <laughs> don't use lose your Invisaligns. Yeah. All right, sorry for derailing. Anyways. Anything else, Alex? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, Mass Effect is coming back, remastered. Woo! Yep. Can't wait. I love Mass Figure Effect. Figure out what I want to play now. Uh, yeah, that's like my, that's like my, uh, my Star Wars of video games. That's my trilogy. Minus one piece of DLC because I can't get it to work. Uh, uh, yeah. And no multiplayer, which... I can live without. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, anyway, uh, all right, Jeff. Anything you want to go over before we do round? Uh, one quick thing before that: Do you guys have any of the new generation consoles yet? New PS? Nope. Nope. Seven or whatever it is, and Xbox One. So, so the Xbox. Two. I think I think they've started just calling it the Xbox Series because it's Xbox yeah. Series X and Xbox Series S, mm-hmm. and then there's the PS Five, and I know I do not have either one of those. Me okay. either. I think even the PS5, there's like different versions of that one. I know you guys, do you guys don't have them because you can't get one or are you just not ready to, you know, just waiting? Or? Um, I'm, I'm mostly waiting. I, I, I admit to being tempted just because I'm a video game nerd, but there's nothing really on them that, that I were like, okay, I got to have the system for that. Like if, if, if and when there's a new Mass Effect or I guess maybe even Dragon Age. Then, then I'll start looking at uh, the new Xbox because that's what I always play them on. But outside of that, yeah, don't you guys play on your PC more than anything? Yeah, no, I, my PC is like my main thing now. Like my my PS4 Pro, which I've played like one game on, is uh, is basically my streaming machine these days. But it plays like okay. uh, UHD Blu-rays, right? It does not. Which is horseshit. Oh, that's right. No, the, my ex, my Xbox, that is bullshit. My Xbox One X does, and I played more games on that one. <laughs> I, I have gotten some gaming in on my X, but uh, there it is. not not recently. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the only news item I wanted to talk about was um, over in downtown Disney. They repurposed the um, what was that like animal? <laughs> oh, the rainforest animal, cafe. The oh, rainforest yeah. cafe. Into a Star Wars trading post, and it's basically oh, yeah. it's a place to go. All the stuff that you can buy, I think, in Galaxy's Edge, they're now selling at the at that store over there, which is kind of cool because that building kind of looks like it could be like a yeah, old Jedi like temple Yavin. on Yavin or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, I'm not gonna. I mean, I haven't been down to Disney since quarantine, but if you are in that area, I guess people still go down there. Don't. Check it out. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> okay, don't. But if yeah, you happen to be over. down there. Oh, you're not going to listen to us. Nobody's going to be down there. Just don't do it. Um, anyway, I think that's cool. If you wanted to, okay, say quarantine wasn't going on. If you wanted to go buy Star Wars gear without having to go all the way into the park, I think that's a cool little place. And it, it fits, like I said, the theme. I don't know if they'll change any of the decorations, but at least the outside it's, of the building kind of looks like Star Wars the, theme. The last time yeah. I went to downtown Disney, it was such a pain in the ass. Uh, that uh, I'm not doing it again. This is for like a special reason. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. like before you could park in that lot nearby. If it wasn't mm-hmm. full anyway. Now you like you have to park like all the way out like on on, 
on Catella, basically, that parking lot. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like, walk all the way down, which is not worth it for me if I'm just going there for the, the salt and straw ice cream. Yeah, whenever I've gone, I've gotten lucky where, like, by the time I leave, the toll booths are open and you can just drive out without paying or what time you went. But but that's just it. The, you can't we actually park parked in the Disneyland Hotel. We can't even park there at all anymore? No. Oh. You have to be, like, checked in or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the hotel, but I mean, like, where, where you could go in in the front, like, in those toll booths. Like, those, those yeah. are, like... Well, whatever. I'm supposed to be getting my refund for my annual pass. I haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how that was going to work. Yeah, I don't know if you guys... That's, that's I guess, another news item. They canceled pass, annual passes. So, no longer... There'll be something equivalent, I'm sure, coming out. But mm-hmm. season pa- or annual passes are no longer a thing. Um, right, that's all I got. So, talk about WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. WandaVision! All right, so this is the the fifth episode or the fourth? Fifth episode. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth. Uh, so uh, a lot more goes on again this week to kind of explain what's going on. Uh, so again, spoiler alerts for anybody that, that, that hasn't seen it yet. Uh, you've, <laughs> yeah. You've been warned. Um, so uh, we, we start this one off with... Uh, <laughs> A, a mostly family ties intro. <laughs> that was uh, great. Uh, with a with a dash of uh, Full House, I think, because mm-hmm. they're sitting out on the grass. Yeah, like picnic stuff going on. Uh, I'll think they'll hit that more harder harder next week. Yeah, that's nineties more than anything. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and will Wanda have twin sisters that show up somehow? Mary Kate and oh, Ashley yeah. Wilson. Oh, damn it. Yeah, the well, they weren't twins on the show. Well, and, and n- nothing's sure. I mean, nothing's off the table at this point. We'll, we'll get, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> um, you learn more about uh, that Wanda's controlling stuff, and they actually get into like more of like the comic book lore here, mm. how she's changing matter altogether. And they, they mentioned the Hex thing. Uh, Darcy yeah. does kind of force that in um you learn that the guy in charge of shield is just going to be like an unreasonable hard ass about all this stuff uh tries to to nuke her with the with the drone um yeah uh learn more that that she's like controlling people um and you get a lot of that from Catherine han's character this time around where at one point she's like do you want me to start over um and she's kind of freaking out to uh, points. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole thing with the dog. Um, how she's just like drinking off in the corner. <laughs> um, but the, the real meat of this episode is, is is Vision like really starting to like question everything that's going on. And uh, there's some, I think some really good stuff when when they have the fight. Um, you know, when he, he's not buying it. Um, you know, and, and we learn that he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, which I think we kind of already guessed, uh, but he, he outright says like I don't have any memories like outside of like what's going on right now. Um, yeah. 
So that was you good to see. You have a pretty good guess, though, with uh, good, good uh, assumptions, educated guesses, where he says, Wanda, I know he, maybe this didn't start out with you doing it on purpose, but you know what's going on right now, and you need to tell me yeah. what, what all of this is. Yeah, you've, you've seen, um, up until now, we've seen moments of her kind of uh, maybe be a little unhinged, but this, this episode, she, she definitely is starting to unravel. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's apparent with how the the show within the show she is plays a parent. out. Yes, um, twins. How how the show within the show plays out. Uh, there's barely a laugh track in this one, as as if Wanda's character like didn't remember to have it going. Like she couldn't. Like she she was too upset to to like add in that detail. Um, you see, you know, the, the, again, the Catherine Hong character, totally break character. Um, yeah. you you see her kind of freak out when the kids age themselves, as as she puts it. Um, uh, but yeah, she's like really starting to come unravel herself. Um, and I'm curious to see what that means for for everything. Um, I think she definitely has some kind of no pun intended end game here. Because uh, you you learn in this episode that uh, she broke into the shield. Not the shield. The sword, sword. <laughs> the facility. Sword and shield. To, to, to steal back uh, uh, Vision's body, which seemed to be in multiple pieces, by the way. Am I, am I wrong about that? No, it wasn't multiple pieces. I think they were, yeah, just studying his remains. Yeah, so she, she must have had something she wanted to do with the body, specifically. I, mean, I think she's doing it. <laughs> she might be. This might be it. Like, this might be the whole yeah. thing. But the, the problem is, is that, like, this... Yeah. yeah. Problem is that there's like some kind of progression here, which she's obviously aware of. Um, so like at one point they're going to be in the future. Like you know, it's 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 hard to say. Um, yeah. I still think that she actually does need vision on some level to make it all happen. Uh, I think it goes back to him like ran- doing the random computations. Um, so it's like a mix of the two of them. Um, creating this this, this world, um, and then finally, um, you know when when it looks like she's about ready to maybe give in a little bit um, at the end of the episode. Uh, uh, you know, as 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 they mentioned several times, they mentioned Pietro a bunch of times. And yeah. from there, you see the back of his head, and you see the white hair. And at first, I was like, like holy shit. Did they get Aaron Johnson to come on here? It's like, like oh, yeah, there's, okay. Because yeah. I was like, oh, they're, they're bringing him up. It's like, they were going to do something. Yeah, yeah. With like, Quicksilver. Yeah, with I was like, was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, wow, they actually got this guy. Like, not that he's a major star, but I, I don't know why I think this, but just that he doesn't really care about the MCU stuff. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it makes sense. Like, just these crazy flexes that, that the MCU does. Like, I always point back to... Robert Redford in the last Endgame movie, like of all people, yeah. like reprise this role or just getting Michael Douglas to stand there for five minutes, like yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even say anything. Uh, just these these crazy like doing shit because they can. Um, but it turns out to be money, 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 money. Yeah. So what what did you guys think when you saw the back of his head? I, well, I, like I said, I thought brother. it was Pietro from the movies. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's his brother from the movie. Okay. She just like manifested or out of matter or something, an illusion that looks just like him. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then, and then you see that it's uh, not Aaron Johnson. It's uh, it's 
Evan Peters, who plays the character named Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. <laughs> Holy and shit. And who has the way more entertaining, like, time sequences, by the way. Um, wait, 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 super wait, speeds. wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> Jeff, you saw the episode, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize him. I don't really remember. Those <laughs> oh movies. shit! <laughs> Jeff. There's so many. There's so many like nerdy implications <laughs> by him showing up. But no, that's the guy that played yeah. Quicksilver in the X Men movies. Oh, the one that always has like a cool uh, yeah, it's the super in the cool movies. Slow, yeah, yeah. Scott, you're looking like Max Hedrum on the video, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I yeah. didn't realize that, so I, I I thought it was this. As soon as I saw the back of his head, like what Alex was just saying, I okay, it's her brother. And then uh, what's her face said, oh, they recast him. So I thought, oh, okay, yes, they just so, couldn't get the main actor. So, so that so it's that line is like already like a meta. <laughs> yeah, line, way like, fucking meta. This is so fucking meta that because uh, <laughs> yes, they 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 literally recast him. Like, it is. It is. Uh, before we get into like the casting implications, hmm. like the real life casting implications, implications here, like she recognizes him, which is weird. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Wait, how does she recognize him? That, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, like she looks like, like if, if you go back and watch it again, it looks. Well, like she recognizes she, that it's not the original. She she doesn't say that it's she knows who it is. It's just not the. She, I think she does recognize it as Pietro. Like she's like Pietro, like, and she's not like right. she's not like who are you, you imposter? Like she accepts. I think she's accepting that it's him. Yeah. Wait, Wanda or Darcy? Wanda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Darcy's just like, oh, it's a different guy. Like, right. Okay. I thought you said Darcy. Okay. okay sorry. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um. So it is interesting that yeah, she she's like accepting of it. Um. So this opens the door to like so much comic book bullshit, <laughs> alternate universes. Oh, and yeah. Like that. oh yeah. But I mean, like they they kind of already did by the end of Endgame, uh, where Cap goes back in time. They they, mm-hmm. they basically take Infinity Stones from certain points of other timelines, sort of certain points in other timelines. Um, yeah, so See, yeah. Cap was supposed in. to Cap was supposed to go back and put them back exactly at the same time where they took them. So right. that there's no different in the timeline, but he stayed in the past. Yeah, so he's to like grow he, old. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah he grew old with uh with, with Peggy Carter, in a completely different timeline. Steve, let's have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Peg. Flush. <laughs> no wait, not a completely different. Just say it's the main timeline. It's a different timeline then. Yeah, it's a little time bit different. That's because, our so, existence. So when he comes though, that's back, the existence. when he comes back. Like, he that's that's not the same timeline that he grew old with Peggy in. I think it is. No, yeah, no. it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because he just he grew lived old his whole life until, with Peggy. Yeah. yeah, up until he got super old, and he knew that that was going to happen at that park bench. So that's where he yeah. sat. He did his whole life with Peggy. He knew okay, I'm supposed to be at this. I'm supposed to be at the spot where they're waiting for me, and so he waited those fifty years, whatever, many so much time, and then showed up. You know, you yeah, you you guys are right for. For some reason, I I was picturing that he used the pin particles to come back. No, he just yeah. lived his life, and that's why he's an okay, old man. Okay, that makes that, that makes sense. Like I, I, I don't like. Yeah, I was, I, I was like the way I saw it was that he did that. But yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, yeah. But Loki 
fucks everything up with stealing the whatever stone he stole that yes. he went back in time with or whatever. That's, yeah, now that's a space, way different timeline. Space stone. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that's going to be. Um, so, Which I guess that's why we're getting a movie on that or a show on that. But, but yeah. I mean, and then that gets wrapped into the whole thing of like the House of M where Wanda basically destroys the world. Um, in the what? comics. What's House of M? Comics? Oh. Yeah, it's in the comics. If you don't want to, you're just um, spoiled. Yeah. Like, like, what, what, what do they call them? Like Omega class mutants or something like that? Like mutants that are capable of actually destroying yeah. the entire world. There's like, there's like a handful Omegas, of them. It's yeah. like, I think like, I don't know if Magneto's one of them or not, but he might yeah. be. Um, no, yeah, he is. But Reed, Reed Richards' uh, son, the one that he has with Sue. Yeah, he was like one of them. Wait, yeah. Omegas? Yeah. yeah. Not no, Omega uh, Red. <laughs> It just like oh, so much power that it can alter yeah. and destroy reality. Yeah, like like Apocalypse uh, was one of them. Okay. I like, thought mm-hmm. okay, but um, but apparently she's like one of them too. I think Jean Grey obviously is is one of them. As I don't know. Phoenix, if, I don't yeah. know if Professor X was or not, but um, I don't think he is. He's powerful, uh, but yeah, not that. Storm I'm might right Storm now. might be one actually. Yeah, because she could like cause global catastrophe. But um, yeah, but not universe-ending stuff. But 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 at any rate, like Magneto what? is, you guys bite me. He is. I, I didn't oh, okay. say he wasn't. I wanted to say he was. Oh. Well, one of you guys. No, one of you guys. Said I he didn't wasn't. think he was. Okay. Um, but like Wanda turns out to be one, anyways. Um, and she basically rewrites reality in in the comics. Um, she basically makes it so that like all like there are no more mutants. Mm-hmm. There's only like a handful it, left after she gets yeah, done. Protected by some psychic shield from Emma Frost. Yeah. At the at the Xavier, who has a like very that. convoluted. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has a more convoluted story than than her. I don't know. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe Scott Summers and, and Jean Grey do, but uh, um, Psylocke. Psylocke is pretty weird. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, at, at any rate, um, yeah. So is is like this a nod to that, where at some point she's going to rewrite what we know. What's going on in the MCU, at least for the the TV show, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having this guy show up has all kinds of implications. So I did like that they made him like the annoying, like uncle that shows up like for one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, fun fun to see him there. Um, but yeah, now the other question is: Is this actually like him on some level, um, or or at least a separate entity? She she seems genuinely surprised that he shows that somebody shows up, and mm-hmm. then surprised that it's that's him. Um, so I don't know if you if you guys have any thoughts about that, but that was something that I was was curious about. Yeah, I was thinking maybe it's. Uh, I mean, he he was just another one of the townspeople that we haven't seen, and she magicked some silver hair on him. Or it could be like yeah, a dimensional hopping thing where she brought him in. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see that. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically all I wanted to go over. Again, I, I I'm still enjoying what they're doing with the like the show within the show. I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool that they had that fight over the credits. Like the credits oh, yeah, are rolling, and they and, but everything keeps going, and then it goes back to like the a more standard uh, aspect ratio when when they're mm-hmm. having the, the actual fight. Um, yeah, again, just how the, the laugh track started to like not work and. and Things started to get weird. Like the the mailman even says, "Like, don't worry, your mom won't let like won't let the dog leave or something like that." Like, just oh yeah, he's like, "You can bring him back, right?" 
Yeah. And we got to see the, the one guy freak out when the vision, like, touches yeah, his took brain. took the mind control out of him. Yeah, yeah. He freed him for momentarily. Yeah, so, uh, yeah a, lot, a lot of stuff going on in these, these last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely picked up for me in these last couple. I feel like I'm watching a Marvel show, not a <laughs> weird sitcom. Uh, it, w- so it was. What do you think, Nick? Go ahead. Oh, did you guys so, think it was are... weird in the commercial when they were doing the the bounty thing? They really amped up like the water squishing sound effects. Like I heard those very prominently. I'm like, that was oh, the one. What the so what, what was on? the name of the product? That was the first one of those commercials where I didn't recognize. Yeah, me either. But I was like, oh, this probably same here. It was like Lagos. I think that's what it was called. Yes, Lagos. Is that? I'm sure there's like comic nerds that are like. Clutching yeah. their pearls, and we don't know what that is, but um, so we'll have to see. Um, I do like that the, the the woman in those commercials is becoming like she seems to be becoming like more and more frazzled, like mm-hmm. like just more and more miserable with each one. <laughs> it's the same guy too. No, it's the same. Yeah, it was the same like, dude. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't it's, pick it was up the on same that woman. Like, oh, um, he's also been in all those commercials. Uh, but yeah, she seems like hey, so miserable. Sorry, Lagos is the place where, in the beginning of Civil War, where Wanda ends up blowing up the building. Oh, when, they're, when they're fighting, okay. uh, what's his face? And she diverts the bomb, but she throws it into the building or whatever. That starts the whole okay. thing. Okay. I'm reading that right now. That's the name of the city that they're in. Maybe that was a metaphor for, cl- for cleaning up after her cleaning yeah. up after her Or it's just on her mind, right? Like she oh, yeah, did yeah, something, yeah, so yeah. that's... Right. So yeah, that okay. makes sense. Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple small things. Uh, it was cool how she turned the guns around on the guy. We haven't seen her do anything like that really. Oh uh, yeah. And and, and, and anything everybody. at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So get it. Get a, it was a cool way to show like she really is a telepath that can like control people's minds rather than just like touching the brain and giving them mm-hmm. nightmares that may or may not come true. Mm-hmm. Um. The, my, the only question I had was Darcy at some point said something like, oh, I've got, like, I know somebody who was like a pilot engineer or something bullshit like that. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see who that is. They needed an expert for something. Um, so I'm curious, oh, if yeah. that, I'm curious if that's going to be somebody that showed up in something else um, or if it's just going to be like a brand new character. Or Captain Marvel. Or Cat's Marvel, uh, it was it was it was cool to see Rambo be a little bit upset about about the the name drop there for Captain Marvel. Uh, the, there's lots of rumors online that, oh, yeah. that that I think I've said this before that uh, that Danvers and, and Mama Rambo were were roommates, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I wonder if she's like upset as, as like a second mother. Maybe I'm reading way too much into this, but. As like a second mother figure that that's like abandoned her or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Or left because when her mother like got cancer. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's or possible too. Or didn't come back from her escapades to yeah. see her mother when she got when she was in the hospital. Yeah, or maybe just thinks it was like yeah. an aunt or something. I don't know, but um, yeah, there's just definitely some yeah. some resentment there. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Just a lot going on. Uh, anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Nope, no, but I just I found the known Omega level mutants here, and I'll. Uh, all right, let's let's do the it. The popular you want all of them? I don't even know. So, I mean, <laughs> Jamie Braddock, the Monarch, 
<laughs> Robert Drake. Isn't isn't that Robert Drake Iceman? Really? Which, really? which I never would have thought. Oh, Braddock yeah. isn't 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 that Psylocke's brother? No idea. I didn't know she had a brother. Yeah, I think <laughs> she, I think her real name's like Braddock. She's another Braddock. <laughs> yeah, because she's a white Joshua lady. Joshua Foley Elixir. Thalias. Don't know. Jean Grey, you guys mentioned. Mm-hmm. David Haller, Legion, which I knew that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Eric Magneto. Uh, Kevin McTaggart, Proteus. It sounds familiar. I don't know that one. McTaggart. Absalon Mercator, Mr. M. Don't know. Mercator, oh my gosh. Uh, Aurora Monroe, you guys said that already with yeah. Storm. Yeah. Uh, Bennett Dupere, Exodus. Quentin Choir, I'm going to say queer, but it's not that choir. Q-U-I-R-E. Kid Omega. It's in his name, for Christ's sake. Uh, (laughs) Franklin Richards, which I think is, I'm assuming you guys were talking about earlier. Powerhouse. Uh, Gabriel Summers and Hope Summers. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's the known. The the Sentry would have been, but maybe the Sentry isn't a mutant. Anyway. Yeah. The Hulk's on that list? That's bullshit. I think it's just <laughs> mutants. Yeah, Hulk's on a mutant. Yeah. He Is wasn't it? born with it. Maybe, That's all I got. That's maybe, it. maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's gamma rays. <laughs> maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's gamma rays. Alright, this has been a long episode. <laughs> it is. WandaVision. WandaVision. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to ask. So, uh, by the way, spoiler alert for Mandalorian, if you haven't watched the last mm. season. Yeah, 5, 4, you? 3, 2, 1. Do you think it was going to be a Luke Skywalker type cameo in WandaVision as there was in Mandalorian? <laughs> I mean, that's as big as you can get for Star Wars. So, can there be oh, a, that level, that same level? That level of what? Not Luke Skywalker showing up in WandaVision. <laughs> I was going to say, well, whoa. That would be awesome. Could do it. <laughs> Like, are we going to get a Cap or a Tony Stark? Or are we going to get... Uh, if you guys are talking about mutant stuff. Are we going to get a Wolverine or a... So that, see, yeah, that's, see, that's that's where Professor all the speculation X, is. Is like, yeah. with the crossover stuff, is this is this a way to bring some of those those characters, like, to kind of start easing them into the, to the fold, as it were? Man... If I see like Deadpool in the background shot somewhere in the next one divisions, I'm gonna lose it. He's <laughs> just in the back eating popcorn or whatever. Or so, 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 so if we look at the Avengers, like on the like the timeline that they're on, it, it the only person it could be is either Hawkeye or Bruce Banner. Like as far as like the main Avengers, anyway, uh, or Black Widow. I don't think, but not in the timeline they're in, because this is post Endgame that they're all this stuff's happening. Yeah, I know. Wanda magics are in. I, I, I guess, like you said, anything's nothing's off the table. But <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's a good question, Jeff. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe, I think there'll be something, but I don't. If anything, I think it will be the start of something new. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was an X Man or a. Uh, like Reed Richard, I don't. But we wouldn't know what it was. Like it would just be someone we don't know, and they're like, 
Thanks, Mr. Richards. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it would be kind of cool if they were somehow able to, to work in some of the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Uh, from the TV show? Agents yeah, yeah. I think that'd be kind yeah, of maybe. But, uh, yeah, then, like, what, what, what's, like, the big the big flex that they would get? Yeah. But maybe they don't need it because they got, like, five shows in a row coming up where <laughs> yeah. Star Wars only has yeah, the one true. premiere. Um, hey, all right, well. shows in. <laughs> from Loki. What? Owen Wilson is in Loki. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe he might pop in and say, like, hey, you're messing with the timeline. Sister, you're out of here. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that's it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Which you've seen. Please wear but your separately. masks. Stay home. Yeah. Six feet apart. Please. Get your shots if you're able to. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.